today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Harvey Levin here. Katie here. And Jason. I rarely get surprised anymore. Um, I just, nothing surprises me when it comes to the stuff we cover. This surprised me. Mm. This not only surprised me, this shocked me. So you know that um, the widower of Helena Hutchinson, who is the Hutchins, Hutchins rather, the um, cinematographer on Rust, uh, has sued Alec Baldwin and everybody else under the sun for wrongful death. Well, that case has settled, which doesn't surprise me. What surprises me is the terms of the settlement, that the production is going to resume. That shocks me. Alec Baldwin will be the star of the movie. That shocks me. And the executive producer of the movie (laughs) is going to be Helena Hutchins' husband, Matthew. And that really shocks me. And that's how this thing settled. I'm sure there was a lot of money as well. But, and the director is coming back who Alec Baldwin accidentally shot. Yeah. Uh, This is wild. Never seen anything like it in any settlement I've ever seen across any industry. I've never seen somebody put in charge as part of the, as a condition of the settlement. I'm just... I am thunderstruck by this. I, I've never seen anything like this. So presumably he also got a, uh, we don't know the monetary terms. Oh, I'm sure he got a lot of money. He, but he got a lot of money. I think he probably also got a cut of the movie uh, as, an, as an EP. As part of that, I'm, I think he probably got a cut of the movie. Maybe he wants to make it into the industry and therefore... I uh, No, I mean, I understand it. the motivation and all. Yeah. I'm shocked by it. And the other thing is this. You know that the Santa Fe District Attorney is looking into possible criminal prosecution of Alec Baldwin and yep. others in the set, right? Yeah. So there theoretically could be a situation where the executive producer, I believe Alec Baldwin's an executive producer in the movie. Yep. Um, the executive producer slash star of the movie could end up being prosecuted for the move for killing the ex- executive producer's right. uh, uh, wife. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I don't. Is, <laughs> is Matthew going to set? Like, what's going to happen? What does? This, yeah, like, of course. I don't he, even, uh, like every yeah. day, is he showing up to set now? I mean, I this. this is he going to see so the dailies and start making edits and <laughs> like, say, Alec, I think you messed it up here. You know, let's like, talk to the director. Who negotiates for an EP title in a wrongful death suit? It's so weird. It's so weird. But the fact it's... that the fact that Alec is going to stay and that they're even doing the movie. I, yeah, well, the I, fact that he's staying yes. on, the fact I'm that Alec Baldwin is doing... staying on as the lead, it was the first thing uh, I read, and I was shocked uh, by it. I think what you just said, Harvey, is the most surprising thing. Is the fact they're doing this movie. We thought this movie was completely dead. And I, I think Alec Baldwin even made comments that this movie's an afterthought. We're not even thinking about it anymore. Yeah. But now it's totally revived. There's interest in this movie, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean that's it, the from thing. a pure monetary play, everybody's going to want to see it. Here's, here's the thing about it. And it's the old, you know, any publicity is good publicity. Everybody knows about Russ right now. It's like, don't worry, darling, except darker. We uh, all know much the, darker. Well, no, no, no. But yeah. what I'm saying is yeah. it, it's gotten huge, huge publicity. We all know the axiom that all publicity is good publicity. This tested that. Like, I mean, murdering somebody or killing somebody. No, not murdering. Killing somebody on set. That tests the axiom that all publicity is good publicity. Some publicity is bad, right? Bill I Cosby's mean, publicity was bad. You would have thought that this was bad publicity. Well, here's the, the thing about it, that this was not intentional by right. any stretch of the imagination. Nobody's, there was nothing intentional on Alec Baldwin's part, on anybody's yeah. part. And that we all knew that, right? Mm-hmm. So it is different in that respect. 
But still, I remember Matthew Hutchins was furious when Alec Baldwin did the interview with George Stephanopoulos. Right. right. Furious. And Alec was saying, not my fault, blamed others. Right. I didn't pull the trigger. I didn't pull the trigger. And all. And he was livid. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, look, uh, he, here's what it comes down to. Obviously, there was an amount of money and the EP title and whatever else that was sufficient to satisfy him from when you sue somebody the only thing it's about is money if you make it about retribution and emotion i used, i had a mentor who said lawyers drive very nice cars to very nice houses because people litigate on emotion don't do it do what's in the best business interest of yourself and your family and here this whole lawsuit's about money it's not about retribution that's what the criminal courts are for so he got an amount of money that made he and his son happy and the rest of it is just you know, that's the way it goes. So we should be I'm happy not, I, that I, Matthew Hutchins got where he wanted to be. I'm not criticizing yeah. it at all. You're stunned by it. I'm just stunned yeah. by it. Okay. I do really want to know how much money, though. Uh, it's going right? to be a lot. I mean. Oh, a lot of money. Of course. A but lot I want of it, money. I want an exact no, what, what, amount. What, what do you think? Over Mil- under $15 million. Over. over what? $15 million. Over under. Over. Yeah. Over. Because she, what was she? Like 40 years There's old. There's just a limited she pool had, of money, though. Alec Baldwin doesn't have $200 million. Well, no, but they have, they have insurance on the set. There's yeah, all sorts was, of he stuff. He's just selling right. his Hamptons house right now. I mean, there's a lot of... Well, and it's not just this. Alec. I mean, there were right. others sued, and the yeah. and the movie was sued, and, you know... Have we everything. seen that deed of trust on the Hamptons house? Could be Matthew Hutchins. Okay, come on. Well, right. that's what I was wondering. Um, I got to tell you, I, I'm, I'm just going to lay it out here. So Angelina Jolie... Has filed a law. Has filed legal docs in her dispute with uh, Brad Pitt over the winery that they jointly owned when they were married. She wanted to sell her interest to a Russian oligarch. He said, "No, you didn't ask me permission." So they're in a squabble over that. So she files legal docs yesterday, and in those docs, she recounts line and verse what she says happened on that airplane where Brad Pitt allegedly got physical with one of their kids. And in great detail, lays all that stuff out. Says he's got an alcohol problem in the winery. Why is why is he in a winery? And all. I'm what so, does that have to do with nothing, the sale of the winery? Nothing, and that's the point. Look, and his people we know are saying this, and honestly, I don't know how you argue it. She is just out for blood right now. And I listen, yeah. this has nothing to do with what actually happened in the plane. What is in she is prosecuting this. Here's what she's done. She filed for divorce. She talked to DCFS, Department of Children and Family Services, trying to get them to do something to Brad, maybe take the kids away from Brad or whatever. DCFS investigated, talked to the kids and then shut it down and said we're not doing anything. Then she um, argued in in family court that Brad shouldn't have the kids. He was unfit because of what happened. The judge shut her down and said, I'm listening to you. I'm not buying it. 50-50 custody. Brad gets 50. She went to the FBI trying to get the FBI to open up the file under a Jane Doe type type name. And uh, the media found out that it was actually Angelina that was doing it. But basically in her document recounted all this stuff again just to get it out there. And now she's done it in a winery case that has nothing to do with anything. Look, whatever happened on the plane, and Brad denies that he got physical, and whatever happened – 
I mean, at a point. Well, it's you, the irrelevance of it in a in a lawsuit in, in a legal proceedings about the ownership and ability to sell sell a winery. She makes the completely irrelevant allegation that he choked one of the children and struck another in the face. Nothing, obviously, to do with the underlying dispute. She just wants to to dirty him up, just yeah, to badmouth him. That's which exactly. Is, bizarre given that the allegations have been out for a while we've to your point seen it over and over and over again she wants another bite of that apple my opinion is that she wants to hurt him yeah now i mean and i say that because not because whatever brad did he did uh but i mean when you start when you bring it up with dcfs the fbi the family court in a winery case um and you know she's written op-eds I mean, at a certain, the winery case, right, it has nothing to do with that. The rest of it makes sense to me if those allegations of what happened on the plane are true, right? Then she has a right to go to DCSF um, and yeah. the FBI and all of those things. But the FBI, right? here's the thing I mean, about the FBI. Because, but they at, shut at the end of the down. day, if those allegations are true, what she's out to do is protect her children. So I get all that. The winery, that's a little, I mean, she's obviously slinging mud at that point, right? In a winery lawsuit because. What's the point of the FBI? But, but the FBI uh, already. Because if she can't get anywhere no, with no, no, the no. other places. You don't understand. The FBI investigated it and said nothing. And they said, as far as we're concerned, down, nothing right. happened. And they shut it down. So all she wanted to do. She wanted to open the records, but the records yeah. really work against her in that respect. And what she did in the document was repeated all the allegations. At a point, I mean, yeah, but just about see the Katie's game, point, right? Katie's point for a second here. If if she really believes that he did these things, number one, and number two, that he's an awful father and shouldn't be around the kids and is abusive, then. Yeah, it, it, it's probably not going to. It certainly won't do her any good in this. But why is it, she doing it? Because it's a mission of hers to get to get out and let the world know what an awful human being he is. If it really happened, and he put hands on her and well, the children, the children, right? right? The she, allegation. She, claim that, she claims that he struck her too. No, struck no, no. Her. She, the, no she, she, she claimed grabbed he her head and shook her, according to the documents. And then poured uh, alcohol. On poured her. beer on yeah. her. Poured red so, wine on the kids. And look, and he's so, denying it. And he may have. Right? Listen, he may have. But look. The, the the family judge yeah. heard this. DCFS heard this. The FBI heard this. I'm not saying what happened, but at a point. But doesn't it drive? But but you can see the emotion from her. I, I, maybe she shouldn't have so much emotion. But if she was abused like this, and her kids were abused, and meanwhile he's winning an Oscar, yeah. and is the darling of Hollywood, and everybody says how great it would be if he and Jen Aniston were back together. Oh, and doing interviews things. with his ex Gwyneth Paltrow about his new bazillion it dollar cashmere shirt line. It would drive <laughs> me nuts if I. I'm, it's all allegations. But if someone put hands on my child and dumped beer on me and then went on to win an Oscar and promote his cashmere shirt line with his ex-girlfriend okay. I would be it would be scorched earth it would just be I would literally never say anything else except what I thought happened if you asked me how the weather I'd be I'd, is I'd be like <laughs> okay. he put hands and, on and me and look, and we're, that we're, would be my response but we're Sonny on, and he put hands I, on me I get you on that but we're on the outside of this right we don't know you, that's the thing but we don't know but you've got all these agencies that have looked at it now if this were Brad Pitt and some no name I could get maybe they all were like, but she's a big star too. Right. Now you could argue who's a bigger star. I don't know, but they're, they're both pretty big equal. stars. They're both, yeah. they're both yeah. big stars. So you, it, it's not an issue of one star versus a no name. They're both big stars. So you've got DCFS looked at it, talked to the kids, by the way, That's the and thing, shut right? it and shut it down. DCFS is there to protect the kids. They spoke to the kids and shut it down. 
Right. The family judge, which is only looking at the best interests of the kids, that's the guiding light. The family judge listened to Angelina, listened to the allegations, investigated the case, and gave Brad 50-50 custody. So, look, we're on the outside, but this thing has been litigated, litigated again, litigated again. And, look, what what Brad's people are saying is he doesn't really have a relationship with these kids anymore. And they're saying she has poisoned, mm-hmm. um, poisoned yeah. them against him. Now, again, we're on the outside, but that doesn't seem improbable based on all of this other stuff. Yeah. It's so tricky. We just don't know, right? And, and I think at a, no. at a certain point, yeah. he did do the work. He got sober. So at a certain point, maybe you do, like, especially in this winery case, right? If it has nothing to do with it, you you do try to start to mend that relationship with... But we don't know. See, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. That's the thing What it comes down to. She's obviously slinging mud. Why she's doing it, I can't say. If it's justified, we don't know. Well... Right? No? Yeah, although the allegations she made against him are not even criminal, to be honest with you, um, and it depends what he means, what she means by choked, but struck another in the face. <laughs> well, well, no, corporal, corporal punishment I mean, is certainly not, it's certainly not illegal to slap your kid in the face, just not. Right. As much as we may want it to be, it's just not. If you choke the kid out, you get to a point, but that was always the thing that sort of, it clearly violated her understanding of their contract, their, 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 their social contract and as, as parents, but grabbing her and shaking her it, yeah, that's bad. And pouring vodka on it's her, bad. that's really bad. No, that's yeah. really bad if it happened. Right. But we don't know. But again, it's been- He says no. In, well, it's not just him. Others DCFS, have said there's no proof. Yeah. Family yeah. law, FBI. She has tried this. So at a point, who do you give the benefit of the doubt to at a point when you see all of these other the things? investigations, yeah. Well, I mean, at a point, how does somebody- how does somebody um, absolve themselves and move on with their life if you've got, you know, case after case after case that's been investigated, shut down, and it just keeps going? At a point, does somebody get absolution or yeah. not? Right. Yeah. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. You want to do something more fun that's interesting? Oh, Kanye? Oh, oh yeah, do go. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I was what's more fun and interesting I was thinking the divorce Cindy, of Tom? <laughs> I was thinking Cindy Crawford. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, she, so Cindy Crawford and Randy Gerber went out to dinner last night with Kid Rock, which is kind of surprising people because Kid Rock is obviously a huge Trump Republican. Cindy and Randy, huge Democrats. And they all broke bread together last night at um, Giorgio Baldi in Santa Monica. Delicious, by the way. Can we Delicious. We Delicious. Can all, I mean, that's, yeah. that's really what brings people together, right? right Good right. Italian it's food. Rihanna's it doesn't... favorite restaurant, which she used to go there yeah. all the time. She right. goes there all the time still. Is this what the story's about? No. Okay. No, sorry oh. about that. Uh, um, we're not getting into the menu. <laughs> um... <laughs> I, you know, so, I, you love this, so don't you? Randy, I, you I love really, it. I, I knew you'd love it. I, do. I know. That's why when I saw the pictures, I thought I got to find out. 
And it turns out they're friends. They've been friends yeah. for a long time. Bizarre. It's, it's bizarre in this world where people of political, polar political opposites are, having, are breaking bread. Does that make you happy or not? It makes me happy. Does it? It does. I mean, look, I am, I think Donald Trump is awesome. Can, devast, oh. can devastate this country if yes. he comes back into power. I yes. think, I worry that this country can't survive if he does. So yeah, I have bad feelings toward Donald Trump. I just do. Right. Yeah, but, sure. yeah. but at the same time, do you hate somebody, who, you know, do you hate somebody who is, you know, pro-life if you're pro-choice? Do you hate somebody if you're a Democrat and they're a Republican? That's what's happened in our country. Yeah, but it's more than that, though, right? I, I have an African-American friend, and he made the point. He goes, anybody who's a full-throated Trump supporter, which he is, this is not somebody who's, look, I'm a Republican, I vote Republican, I always will because I believe in small government, and I swallow Donald Trump because I have to. That's not who Kid Rock is. He's a full-throated Trump supporter. And if you are a full-throated Trump supporter, you are also somebody who, who, uh, who takes on, who absorbs the rhetoric the anti-minority rhetoric, the racist rhetoric. Well, I mean, rhetoric. has has he done that? Has he embraced anti? Because I don't. If, if he's the a full-throated Trump supporter. No, no, I know. Yeah. But you, you yourself said in our meeting the other day yeah. that there are a lot of people who support Trump who don't like Trump. Yeah, that, that's fine. But that's not Kid Rock. Well, I mean, I don't know how far he goes. You're right. If he's racist, and and I don't even want to say that because I don't know. Uh, but it, here, but maybe you, that that's one thing. I don't think you can properly disassociate yourself from Donald Trump in that way. I don't think you can say, look, I'm a Trump supporter, but I'm not a racist. You can say, you can say I'm a Republican and I vote for him. I hold my nose to do it because I don't believe in a lot of what he says, but I vote for him. That I can buy. But you can't be an out there Trump rally guy without also taking on the bad stuff. Nor can you be a full-throated AOC person unless you take, and you are gonna be ascribed some of her beliefs, for better or for worse. And so I can't, I, I, I don't know, I wouldn't sit down with Kid Rock, to Kid Rock for dinner because I think that where he is is beyond somebody that I can have. Okay, so, but let me ask you this. Yeah. If they were friends prior, which they were. It changes things. It does change it changes things, things a little, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, sure. They have a background. They have a relationship that they can build upon. Katie, what, uh, what, what do you Well, Kid Rock's also had a lot of, I mean, you know, he, he loves the Confederate flag. He loves to okay, put I that mean, out there. He's had tirades against, you know, female singers, Taylor Swift, Beyonce. Now, it could be a business uh, dinner, which would be good, cool, right? No, they're, 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 no they're, they're really good friends. It turns, it's, it's, I didn't know it. I, I, made, yeah. I made calls yeah, this morning. No, I, I, I they're know really yeah. good friends. They, I, I they, they, they drove there together. It's, I, it's gotten harder with the Trump stuff to put everybody's— It's not just like Democrat versus Republican where you argue, argue about fiscal policies in the government, he, right? He like said, to he, take he waves on, the Confederate flag. He supports the Confederate he flag. He did, yeah. That was his whole thing. He always had the Confederate flags. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. If, to be fair, I, I don't know if he does anymore. Point, I, you got to be out at that point, right? You have to be. I don't yeah. know the nature of the dinner. I and I don't know the nature of the friendship. But once the Confederate flag's involved. Okay. I, I, I don't know if he's. I, I don't know if he's. <laughs> 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 okay. Let's go to. Uh, Something happier. Divorce. Um, okay, we'll do, we'll do Tom Brady. Um, so it turns out they have been talking to divorce lawyers for weeks now. This is not just a new thing. It's been for weeks we found out. And um, it, it looks like they're getting divorced. This, this is makes really me sad. sad. Oh, for this sure. This made me sad when I was looking back at photos of them. I was like, come on, guys. Can we work it out? Try therapy. I just I want them. Because it feels savable, even though we yeah. don't know what goes on inside someone's well, marriage. I just it, feel it, bad. It feels like this. She has been a dutiful spouse 
um, probably not loving that he is on the football field, getting hit in the head, worrying about her family, knowing that he's gone. And he finally says, I'm going to retire. And she has a you know, deep sigh of relief. And 40 days later, he takes it back. I could, you know, I was thinking about it last night. I could understand why she would say enough. Yeah. The, the, I have to assume that we don't know. I have to assume that there was more to it. This opened up a can of worms yeah. for him because just not retiring and playing another 17 games as dangerous as football is. It also shows his personality. I mean, he's yeah, been, I think that's right. That's right. Yeah. He's obsessive. And that's why he's so successful is because he he just perseverates on everything. He's works harder than anybody does. He's kept in his body in this perfect little shape that, you know, whatever he does with his TB12 and stuff. And I think that she just finally had enough. And this was the straw that broke the camel's back, yeah. it seems like. It makes me sad, though. I feel like I, I don't accept it's over yet. Oh, I don't. I don't accept it. So let me ask you something. I, it just makes, I mean, there's got to be more. I think, it's, I think you're right. There's got to be more going on than just he was retired it? and then unretired. Okay, I have a there's question. There's got to be. I have a question about just celebrity dumb. So if Giselle were to listen to you and all the other people, and there are a lot, who say, oh, God, I want them back together. And she felt that pressure and got back with him because she was worried about public perception. Would that make you happy? If Giselle was listening to Katie, Katie would love it. <laughs> I would love it. If, 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 if I had if, Giselle's ear, There are, are millions me? of Katie's hey, out there who yeah. say that. Yeah. If she kowtowed and yeah. said, even though I don't want to be back, yeah. I feel the pressure, too. Is that a win? No, that's not a win. She should do what she wants. If yes. she's really unhappy, I mean, look, they've had, you always say this about marriages, just because a marriage ends doesn't mean it wasn't a good marriage, right? right. If they had a good decade-long run, that's a successful marriage. They had two kids together. But that's why these I vows mean, are so stupid, till death do us part. They're so stupid. very personal. <laughs> I know, I let out a really deep sigh there. Sorry that made everyone so uncomfortable. I'm really, like, thinking about some things on my own. No, I'm just kidding. But. I'm really serious. To, till death do us part. It's such a dumb thing. It's like... Until it should be it, until you annoy me enough. I can't take it anymore. Uh, and then, kind of. And then we equally split our assets. Until it doesn't work. Yeah. But th- it's I mean, true. It's just a ridiculous. I mean, I think this till death to its part thing probably causes more divorces because people feel trapped. And rather than trying to get out of something, they're looking and saying, oh, my God, look what I just committed to. You know what yeah. I mean? There's a lot of people who talk. No, I don't know if anybody's done it, but a lot of people who talk about sort of the seven year or the 12 year mutual option. Right. You got to opt in after seven years. You got to get, get together. True, yeah. Both of you sign on independently in separate rooms that you want to continue on. And if you don't, that's OK. doesn't mean it was a failure. It just means it ran its course. Right. Yeah. I don't think you should ever write wedding vows, though, until it doesn't work. I do. Well, <laughs> imagine being at that until romantic. Until I have better options, until, until I do. Until something better comes along, maybe you just, I do. Maybe you just don't say that. Um, maybe you just don't say. I mean, I, I really mean this. Till death do us part is such a ridiculous notion. What does that mean? That yeah. you could be miserable, abused, Yeah, ignored? no, it's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's an antiquated absurd. notion. When you when a woman who could be abused, but she still has to stick it out. Yeah, that that's it's antiquated. Absurd. It's absurd. That's fully absurd. And and yet we do it. Yeah. But then does marriage become absurd at some point? A little bit. By the way, Giselle and Tom, they're only, they're in their, what, 42, 43? He's 45. 45? Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of can't wait to see who they date next. I know. There are all these polls I, now. I and, mean, and now there, there's this thing with Pete Davidson who's going to date Giselle <laughs> Bunchen. Which, by the a, way, he is a perfect oh right my God. The I, only place he can go from Ken, the only place up is to Giselle. I mean, I mean that's his only option. <laughs> and then Mackenzie Bezos. Oh, also, 
She really is the most She's eligible. Really eligible. Okay, uh, Kanye, last thing. Jeez. Jeez, jeez, jeez. Uh, I can't with him. I got to tell you, here, I, I have a take on this. Kanye was at TMZ, on TMZ Live, and was talking about he doesn't like taking his meds because it stifles his creativity, so sometimes he doesn't. Kanye, uh, you know, has acknowledged he has mental issues. I mean, he's been in the hospital for it and all. And at a point, do you get angry at somebody who goes off the rails because of that? Because, yes. I, look, I mean, what he said is, again, you know, when he said black, when he said Black Lives Matter is a scam, if you were talking about the organization and some of the wrongdoing, it's way different than talking about the movement. And he never distinguished and did a lot of damage and it was wrong. But what do you do if somebody is saying it who does not, who is off the rails mentally? Uh, he's just... But what it do you just do? happens over and over and over, I know. and he's so responsible, and he's yeah. attacking the Vogue editor, which then opens her up to a bunch of hate. It's I get just, it. it's so reckless. It's so dangerous. He is, he is a a, a wealthy man that that should should have it under control at this point. But what do you mean should have it under control? He should be taking his medicine. But yeah. there are a lot of people and who he, don't. But but those people are frustrating. If he, yeah, we've all had people in our lives who suffer from mental illness, and when they don't do what's necessary to keep that under control, you get frustrated. You get angry with them. You understand that it might be a product of the illness, but at some point... Well, no, no, but also there are byproducts of the of the meds. And I'm, not, there are. And and I'm the, not suggesting people don't take it. Believe me, they should. But... Somebody who does take it, who gets yeah. But he's well, let me ask you: if somebody who stuff. doesn't take it, you know, just uh, being in LA, there's a you know obviously a mental health crisis, and someone doesn't take their medicine and then physically harms someone when well, they have the I, option to take it. I Do you go, ah, oh, well, that that person punched me in my face, but they decided not to take their medicine that this day, yeah, so how it's much okay. Do you have? I mean, yeah. how much sympathy can you no, have I mean, after a while? And he does serious damage, attacking someone online. With his followers, to look, serious damage look, to this look person. At his, look at his history. Look at what he did to Kim and Pete. Yeah, it's and his dangerous. Kids. It's reckless. I know, but wh- I mean, if you say he's mentally ill, if you say that that he's mentally ill, do you treat th- what he says and does differently, or just dismiss it more so than you would with somebody who isn't? Somewhere in between dismissing and treating him. Whatever the two options were, yeah. Yeah. You, you can still look. I, I I don't subscribe to the idea that you can't judge somebody and you can't criticize them if they're mentally ill. He is mentally ill. I got that, and I, I, my honestly, I feel for his mental for him because of that. But nevertheless, he's got to comport himself in a way that's consistent with the best, best uh, with society. He he this this weird thing that he said about the Vogue editor. He made these awful comments that really did subject her to a tremendous amount of online hate. And then he said he wants to issue an apology. So what does he say? Well, we apologize to each other for the way we made each other feel. That's not a half apology. That's a 150th apology. Of course. And it's just so... No, it's not ra- It's not the rational response. He's a narcissist with a mental illness. Yeah, it's an, awful. He's the ultimate I, narcissist. I, 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 I know how talented he, is, talented he is. He's a full-fledged genius. Music, fashion, the whole thing. I wish if we were to cancel anybody in this world, it was Kanye West. Same. But we never will. My empathy has run out. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. That no. we're canceling people left and right for all sorts of things, you know, some of which... Yeah, preposterous. Preposterous. Yeah. He's uncancelable. Yeah. He can't get canceled. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. He keeps trying. <laughs> he does keep trying. I'll give him that. Okay. <laughs> <With you. laughs> we'll see you tomorrow.